Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so this week, we're going to go over um, Thursday's games. We'll go over some of Friday, Friday's games, and we'll tell you which games are in progress. Um, we'll talk about some pickups, and then we'll preview Saturday's games. Yeah, sounds good. Let's get into it. All right. So let's start with um, the Carolina versus Montreal game. Um, pretty dominant performance by um, Carolina. Um, no goals in the first period, but in the second period, um, Carolina had two goals by Sebastian um, Aho and Andrei Sveshnikov, and Montreal had one goal in Tyler Toffoli. Unfortunately, it was Montreal's only uh, goal of the game, but in the third period, um, Sebastian Aho had another goal, and Jesperi Kotkaniemi had a goal for Carolina to finish 4-1. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um... Yes, Barry Kotkaniemi scores a goal against his old team. Um, this is pretty much the, the game that Carolina wanted to happen, and it happened. And then as for Montreal, they dropped to 0-5. It's a rough start uh, on the year for them. Yeah, and it's a great start for Carolina. Yeah, I believe they're undefeated after this win. So, yeah, really solid. Obviously, uh, Frederick Anderson looks great for them in goal. Um, yeah, the, this whole Carolina team has looked really solid going forward. And then as for Montreal, yeah, they got a lot of things to fix up. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to the next game, that's a bit of a closer game. Um, San Jose was able to kind of clutch out the win against Ottawa by about one goal. Um, Drake Batherson scored the only goal for Ottawa in the first period. And then um, San Jose scored two goals in the second period by Logan Couture and Kevin LeBlanc, or Kevin LeBlanc. Uh, no goals in the third period. So Sharks win 2-1. What are your thoughts? Yeah, Sharks get to 3-0 and after this game, um, undefeated. Still, um, they're playing a whole lot better. Their team looks healthy. Um, their stars are also playing better, so that's really inspiring for this team. Then as for Ottawa, honestly, they keep it close. They just can't get it done. Um, they put up a solid effort, but uh, I guess they'll just have to play better next game. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, speaking of solid effort, um, Florida was able to beat Colorado 4-1, uh, which is really surprising because Colorado had a really good um, offense last season, but uh, Miko Rantanen had a goal in the first period for Colorado, and that was their only goal this game. And uh, Sam Reinhardt had a goal for Florida. And in the second period, we had Sam Bennett and Carter Verhage for Florida and Anton Lundell for Florida in the third period. And uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, Florida looks like one of the best teams in the league right now. They can score. They can play defense. They have good goaltending. They almost look like the way Colorado looked last year. And, yeah, they proved it against Colorado. Um, yeah, like there's nothing much more that I can say about this Florida team. They look really strong. They look like one of the best teams in the East uh, uh, for sure. And, um, yeah, as for Colorado, um, starting off one and three is not great. Obviously, McKinnon's been out. Landis has been out. They've had guys out, so I understand. But yeah, if they go over a 10-game stretch and they only got like three or four wins, I think um, uh, fans will start to panic. But um, yeah, I'm just getting back to Florida. They're looking really solid right now. Yeah, I guess because of the injuries, um, 
on paper, um, Colorado should still have a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, with a talented roster like that, you wouldn't expect them to miss anything. Yeah, as long as they got guys like McKinnon, Ranton, and all the others in the lineup for most of the season, you should expect a playoff berth from them. But I guess if there's players missing time, that'd be the only reason they won't make the playoffs. Sure. And I guess moving on to our next game, we have um, Washington versus New Jersey. Um, for the first period, Washington had two goals by Anthony Mantha and Dmitry Orlov. And in the second period, we had uh, Daniel Sprong for Washington as well. And in the third period, we had Evgeny uh, Kuznetsov with uh, the fourth goal for Washington and uh, Yanni Kuokinen for New Jersey. That was their only goal of the game. And so Washington won 4-1. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, I believe New Jersey was down to like their third goalie or something in this game. Um, and Washington just came in and they're like, we're going to score goals on you. And they did. They played really well. Um, I know New Jersey has looked better this year. I know their star forward Jack Hughes is going to be out for an extended period of time, which is not going to be great for them. Um, so we'll have to see how New Jersey is moving forward. And then as for Washington, um, they're one of the more solid teams in the East. They, sh they should be a playoff team. Because they're they've been winning even with injuries. I know Nick Backstrom's been out and others, and yeah, they've still played really well. So I definitely like the way Washington's headed. Yeah, Washington's like usually solid every year, but for them to still be solid even with, with missing players, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, honestly, the this team they they know what to do during the season, how to get wins, and yeah, they just keep doing it. So good on them. For sure. And uh, moving on to the next game, we have a pretty clutch win by Columbus in overtime. Uh, no goals in the first period, but in the second period, we had Scott Mayfield for New York. And um, for Columbus, we had uh, Bowen Jenner and Cole Sillinger. In the third period, we had uh, Matthew Barzel to tie up the game. And then Patrick Lane was able to clutch the game out for Columbus in overtime. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, Columbus, uh, they've been getting key wins when they've needed them. I know people didn't have high expectations for them coming into the season. They start off 3-1, and one, pretty solid. Uh, they seem to have a lot of their depth back. Um, it looks like young guys like Cole Sillinger, he got his first NHL goal, so that's pretty impressive from him. Patrick Laine, hopefully he can return to his like prime scoring form from a couple of years ago. And then, yeah, as for the New York Islanders, I think I might have mentioned they're they're starting out the season with 13 straight road games. So that's really tough on a team. So if they only win like three or four games in that stretch. I'm not going to be surprised. Obviously they are a better team than that because they were a final four team last year, but yeah, it's just, it's going to take a toll. They're going to lose to teams that they probably shouldn't lose to like Columbus, but it's just being on the road for so long. It's really going to be tough on them. Yeah, for sure. I guess, uh, do you think they can do anything to weather the storm? Uh, it's going to be tough. Honestly, you just got to take it one game at a time. If they think about the whole road trip as a whole, it, it might discourage them a little bit. You just take it one game at a time. You try and get the win. For sure. And I guess speaking of another win, we have uh, Calgary with a really dominant performance against the Red Wings. Um, they ended up getting a shutout. So in the first period, we have um, Elias Lindholm and Andrew Mangiapani for Calgary. And in the third period, we had Matthew Kachuk for Calgary as well. And so what are your thoughts? Yeah, that whole line each got a goal in this game. Lindholm, the center, Majapani and Kachuk are the wingers. Um, and yeah, this um, Flames team really needed that win. That's their first win of the season. 
Detroit started off the season pretty well. Um, I don't know whether they can keep it up. I know this game showed that Calgary is sort of a step ahead of them in terms of like offensive talent. So um, we'll just have to see how Detroit looks going forward. Um, both teams sort of have to play that more defensive style, though, to try and win. We know that's in Calgary's DNA with their coach, Daryl Sutter. And then for Detroit, yeah, they don't have all the guns up front. So they got to play a lot of a tighter version of hockey to get wins. But yeah, hopefully these two teams will, I guess, just keep uh, pushing forward and getting uh, some wins up ahead. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how um, these two teams kind of shape out for the rest of the season. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, moving on to our next game, we have uh, the Newark Rangers with a dominant performance against Nashville. Um, in the first period, we had Philip Chidel for New York. And in the second period, we had uh, Philip Tomasino for Nashville. And in the third period, we had um, Alexia Lafreniere and Barclay Goodrow for uh, New York to win the game. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, after that rough start to the season, it looks like the Rangers have really turned it around. I believe three straight wins now. They're looking really solid. They're getting good goaltending from Igor Shosturkin. And guys like Alexi Lafreniere, I mean, they're scoring goals. I think this is his second game-winning goal this season. So fantastic stuff from him. Um, and then as for Nashville, just been very mediocre to start the year. You kind of don't know what you're going to get from them every game. Uh, sometimes you'll see a solid effort. I think they beat the Kings the other day. And then in this game, they just kind of fell flat in the third period. So they might be a middle-of-the-road type team this year. And it looks like the Rangers are turning it around and they're becoming a really solid team in the East this year. Yeah, it looks like um, the Rangers are kind of like taking a step up, but um, Nashville's taking a step back. Yeah, honestly, I think that's how I'd see it too. And I guess moving on to the next game, um, we have the Winnipeg Jets turning on the Jets against the Anaheim Ducks. and. He had a really dominant performance of 5-1. Um, for Anaheim, Troy Terry was able to get a goal, and that was the only game for, I mean, the only goal for Anaheim this game. And for Winnipeg, we had Pierre-Luc uh, Dubois. For the second period, we had Andrew Kopp with another goal for Winnipeg. And in the third period, we had a goal from Josh Morrissey and two goals from Kyle Connor for Winnipeg to uh, seal the game. And what are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, my thoughts are that um, the Jets, they get their first one of the season without two of their top forwards in the lineup. Both Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler were on the COVID list. I mean, yeah, the secondary scoring stepped up for them. Obviously, Kyle Connor is probably one of the top 10 goal scorers in the league at this point. He's just so solid. And then you got guys like Dubois, Cop, Morrissey, guys stepping up, getting goals. And yeah, they, I mean, Connor Hellebuck stood on his head, 38 saves. That's big. I mean, uh, yeah, he's he was getting shelled almost every game to start the year, and this team wasn't playing much defense. That's probably the only thing for me with Winnipeg. you got to play better defense. You can't leave their goalie out to dry. Hellebuck's probably like a top-five goalie in the league, but you can't just be leaving him out to dry every night or else eventually he's going to be letting in goals. And then I guess as for Anaheim, uh, one goal performance from them. Um, I know they had trouble scoring goals last year. Um, I guess we'll have to see how they are going forward. Yeah, I mean, Anaheim they're still more or less in a rebuilding phase. So it's more of just like trying to take things one game at a time, try to see what works, I guess. Yeah. Honestly, if they're around a 500 team this year, I don't think they'll be mad at it. Um, they're looking to just take a step forward from last year. And I guess being last in your division, uh, there's not really much you have to do to sort of take a step forward from that. For sure. 
And I guess, uh, speaking of taking a step forward, um, the Vancouver Canucks had a really dominant performance against Chicago. Um, in the first period, we had uh, Jason Dickinson for Vancouver and Alex DePrinkett for Chicago. And in the second period, we had Tanner Pearson and Brock Boser for Vancouver. And we had Connor Garland in the third period for Vancouver as well. And they were able to finish uh, 4-1. And so what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Vancouver's clearly been playing better than uh, Chicago has over the course of the start of the season. I know Canucks have been a middle-of-the-road team, but uh, I do think that they are getting better moving forward. But as for Chicago, no wins yet this year. Really surprising. Might be a coaching change coming up because this team has a lot of talent. Guys like Debrinkit, Kane, Taves, you got uh, Seth Jones uh, on the back end, and you got Marc-Andre Fleury on goal. I mean, they have the talent. For some reason, it's just not coming together. Might have to do uh, with the coaching. Um, so yeah, we might see that up ahead. And then I guess as for the Canucks, they're getting scoring from all around. Uh, they played solid defense in this game as well. And I mean, Demko is a good goalie. So uh, I can see this Canucks team getting better as the season goes along, but we'll definitely have to see. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, for Chicago, it's like sometimes really talented teams. Um, there's like some kind of like adjustment period sometimes. So I mean, they could end up like flipping a switch and then they end up playing really well at the end of the season. Yeah, they're going to need to go on some kind of run to make that happen, especially if they want to be a playoff team this year. Sure. And I guess uh, moving on to uh, the last game of Thursday, we have um, Edmonton um, with a really dominant performance against Arizona. Uh, we have uh, Warren Fiegel in the first period for Edmonton and Zach Hyman and Connor McDavid in the second period for Edmonton. In the third period, we had um, Zach Hyman and Connor McDavid again for Edmonton and Dyson Mayo for the only goal for Arizona this game. And so what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is the classic Connor McDavid game where he got like three points and he was just the best player in the game. And yeah, the Oilers won pretty easily, to be honest. I know their goalie, Mike Smith, is injured right now. Um, but Koskinen held down the fort there and net. And I mean, yeah, the Oilers look good. Starting off 4-0, and pretty much one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the West. So, yeah, I definitely like what the Oilers have going for them. And then as for the Coyotes, yeah, we know they're rebuilding. They don't have a lot of goal scoring or a lot of defense. So this is probably just one of the, the regular type of games you're probably going to see from them this season. For sure. And I guess with that, we'll move on to um, some of Friday's games. And I guess we can start with, um, San Jose versus the Maple Leafs. Um, I guess a pretty big win for San Jose. A L- little disappointing for the Leafs. Um, and most of the goals were in the second and third period. So we had Logan Couture, Timo Meyer, and Eric uh, Carlson for San Jose. And we had uh, Jason Spezza and Andre uh, Cassie for Toronto. And in the third period, we had Jonathan Dalen and Logan Couture for San Jose and John Tavares for Toronto. So I guess, unfortunately, um, Toronto fell a little bit short, but what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is a game. I mean, Toronto was down to their third goalie here. Michael Hutchinson, obviously, he hasn't been great at the NHL level. Um, I mean, Toronto, they had three goals. Uh, They might not have played the best defense, but at the end of the day, they just got to move on from this game. I believe they have Pittsburgh on Saturday night. So definitely a, a great game where they can bounce back. They'll have Jack Campbell, their starting goalie in net. 
yeah, I definitely think Toronto can bounce back from this game. And then I guess as for the Sharks, going 4-0 to start the season is really surprising considering some of the the games we watched them play last year. They didn't really look that great. Looks like their main guys are like all the way back in terms of good health and solid play. Guys like Logan Couture. Uh, Timo Meyer's been always good, but he's really taken a step forward. We've got Eric Carlson and Brent Burns playing really well on defense. So yeah, uh, I really like what this team's doing. And their two goalies, Aiden Hill and James Reimer, they've been solid. Um, there's nothing else I can say about that. So yeah, good on the Sharks in this game. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can move on to the next game. Um, we have uh, Boston versus Buffalo. Um, Boston, I guess, being Boston as usual, really dominant performance against Buffalo. Um, we have David Pasternak and Thomas Nozick in the first period for Boston. And we have Charlie Coyle for Boston in the second period. And in the third period, we have Victor Olofsson with Buffalo's only goal of the game and Taylor Hall for Boston's fourth goal. What are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, this is a great game for Boston. Buffalo's former goalie, Linus Olmark, gets the win for Boston, which is pretty interesting. It's an Olmark revenge game right there. And then, yeah, Boston scored four goals. I mean, normally when they score four goals, they have good enough defense to get the win. So it's one thing you got to know about the Bruins. And then as for Buffalo, I believe this is their first loss of the season. Yeah, so Buffalo has had a good start compared to last year. But yeah, their first loss of the season, hopefully it doesn't send them in a tailspin and, you know, they start losing a lot of games. Hopefully they can be better than just mediocre. I think one thing that's going that I guess Buffalo has something going for them is that it looks like at least for like maybe the first couple of weeks, their schedule isn't going to be um, too bad. I think all the teams that are on the list, they should be competitive with most of them. Exception being like teams like Tampa Bay and stuff like that. But other than that, they should be good. Yeah, I mean, they have looked competitive in every game. I know they have played some easy teams. Like, they beat Montreal, who hasn't looked good. They beat Arizona, who also hasn't looked good. And I think they beat the Canucks. I th I'm pretty sure that was the third team that they beat. Obviously, the Canucks, um, they for some reason, they just came out flat in that game. Whether, I don't know, maybe Quinn Hughes was out that game as well. So, yeah, they, they haven't really had a tough test. I know Boston it has been their toughest test. So, I guess we'll have to see how they are going forward. For sure. And I guess... Um... Moving on to the next game, we have a really close game, um, L.A. versus Dallas. Dallas was able to clutch this game out in overtime. Um, in the first period, we had uh, Anze Kopitar for L.A. and uh, Tyler Sagan for Dallas. In the second period, we had uh, Gabriel uh, Velarde for L.A. And in the third period, we had uh, Mira Heiskin to tie the game up and Dennis Kirianov was able to clutch the game out for Dallas in overtime. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, really solid effort from Haskin, three points in this game. Um, and yeah, um, this was a tight game all the way through. LA had two leads, but and then Dallas just responded uh, and tied up the game both times. Goes to overtime, Dallas gets the win. Honestly, these two teams played really solid. Like, um, yeah, I, I, I know that um, I was kind of leaning LA to start the game. But, I mean, Dallas it has been playing well. Um, it really looks like uh, uh, Braden Holtby has been a great fit for them as they're starting goalie moving forward. He's really having a bounce-back year, and I like to see that. And Anze Kopitar has been on fire for the Kings. He's really – I mean, he doesn't look like – I don't know what his age is now, but uh, I know he's in his 30s. I think he's like 34 or something. Like, I mean, the guy looks like 24 right now, the way he's been playing. It looks like he's in his 
the midpoint of his prime. So really solid effort from both teams. And yeah, they're, they're both going to be uh, in contention in the West for sure. Yeah. I mean, um, Dallas, they've been pretty solid for a few number of years. Last year was kind of rough because of um, just their situation overall. So I guess it's kind of to be expected for Dallas to be this solid, but I think it's really impressive that um, LA was able to take a step forward like this. Yeah, I mean, they, their young guys are really developing and stepping up. So, yeah, I definitely like what I've seen from the Kings so far. For sure. And I guess um, the last game, we're not really going to go over it too much. Um, Edmonton is up against uh, against um, Vegas by about uh, one goal. It's about 3-2 in the second period right now. Um, that's going to pretty much uh, wrap up the recap. So we're going to go over... Um, I guess the pickups for week two, and I guess we'll start um, with forwards. So who do you got for forwards? All right. So first forward I have is a center. It's Logan Couture from the San Jose Sharks. I mean, he started out his season really great. I mean, uh, what does he have? Like one goal, three assists, he's plus four. Uh, power play point, seven shots, six hits. He's covering most categories here. Um, he's just one of those guys that was really undervalued come draft. I mean, He's the top center on the Sharks, and the Sharks as a whole were very undervalued coming into the year. I mean, the guy's not even 50% rostered um, in Yahoo even after he's been added over the past few days. So, yeah, if you need a center, if you've got injuries, uh, you know, if you've got guys out on the – if you have, like, Jeff Carter on the COVID list or Mark Shifley on the COVID list, you're down a center, definitely go and pick up Logan Couture. He's been really solid. Um, then my next forward pickup is Joel Farabee. I know um, over the past couple of days, he was under 50% rostered. There's a good chance he's over that now. But yeah, he's been so solid. Um, I believe he's had um, to start the season, a goal and an assist in every single game to start the year. So I think he's like six points in three games or something, something crazy like that. He's been at least plus two in every game. I think one of those games, he was even plus three. Um, so like the guy's like plus seven on the year, something crazy like that. He plays on the power play, gets shots, he gets hits, grab this guy, get him on your roster. He's really solid. I think Nate, you might've even talked about him last week. So we've been telling you guys for weeks to get Farabee on your roster. He's been really solid. Then I got Timo Meyer from the Sharks also. He's really solid. Um, yeah, to start the season, he's had like what? Um, one goal, four assists, uh, plus three. Um, he's at 18 shots, seven hits. I mean, the guy's doing everything. He's one of the main shooters for this shark team. That's what you got to know. He's going to be getting a lot of shots. So if you've been losing shots every week, he's a guy you need to get on your roster. He plays both wing spots as well. So uh, definitely a guy you should be checking out. For sure. And I guess for forwards that I have that you can pick up, um, I guess for center, I have, um, Jared McCann. Um, he's about 44% rostered right now. Um, he's been pretty solid, uh, three goals, two assists, eight shots. Um, plus minus is a little bit low, but for the most part, I think he kind of makes up for that. And if plus minus isn't really a, a big factor, I think you can definitely pick him up. And I guess for um, right wing, I have um, Zach Cation for the Edmonton Oilers. He's been um, really solid so far. Two goals, two assists, plus two, three shots. So really good coverage all around. So he can definitely help you out there. And I guess for left wing, I have um, Andrew Kopp. Uh, three goals, two assists, plus four, eight shots. Um, really solid, especially considering he's only 21% rostered. So 
he's mostly going to shoot up maybe like and at, at the end of the week or the beginning of next week is probably going to be like 40 or 50 percent rostered so you're going to want to pick him up when you can and uh that's who we got for forwards so who do you got for defense all right, for defense, I'll start out with Kevin Shattenkirk. He's had a crazy offensive breakout that we haven't seen from him in a long time. I guess since he was back with either the Rangers or, or Colorado or something like that, like he hasn't really played like this. He's been so solid. I mean, his stats for the year, three goals, three assists, plus two, three power play points, 10 shots, two hits. I mean, this guy is just filling every category, stuffing the sheet every night. You got to add him onto your roster. I think he's been added around 40% in the past week. So people are jumping on this guy, go get him. Put him on the back end of your roster. He's going to be really solid. Um, and then I have Evan Bouchard here. He's, uh, I think he's still a rookie, if I'm not mistaken, a defenseman for the Oilers. I mean, he's had like, what, three points in like four and a half games because as of right now, the Oilers' fifth game is about halfway done. I mean, the guy he's had uh, in his games, he's had like, what, one shot, two shots, six shots, four shots. I mean, he's been getting shots on goal. He doesn't really get hits. Uh, I don't know how much power play time he gets also. I know he does have one power play point on the year. But, I mean, this is a guy, his plus minus is good, which means he seems to be pretty good defensively. Uh, I don't know the extent of his uh, defensive abilities, but, um, yeah, the offense should continue to come as well. So if you're looking for a defenseman with breakout potential, he's definitely a guy to look at. For sure. And I guess the guys that I have are Radko Gudis and Josh Morrissey. I mean, for Radko Gudis, he's been um, really solid so far. He's mainly been... um, the hits guy, he got six um, hits last game and against Colorado, but so far he's also had two assists, seven shots, and he's also plus five. So he can cover other categories uh, too, but he's mostly defensive. So he's going to get you a lot of hits for sure. But if you need coverage and assists plus minus or shots, he can definitely help you out there. And I guess for um, Josh Morrissey, um, He's also been really solid. He's only 29% rostered right now, but he's been covering a lot of categories. Um, he's had, he has two goals, one assist. He's plus five and he has um, seven shots. So you especially uh, need those categories. He can definitely help you out there. And um, that's defense. So who do you got for goalie? Yeah, I have Miko Koskinen from the Edmonton Oilers. Of course, Mike Smith going down with an injury. Uh, this Oilers team has been winning regardless of who's in net. So if you're getting wins, you're going to pick up Koskinen because he's going to provide them. And his stats have been good. I mean, um, he's playing right now. Um, he's up right now in the game. So it might be another win coming on the way tonight. So you definitely want to check him out, uh, especially if you got injuries um, in, in your goaltending. If you have someone like Blackwood, or Mike Smith, or Mrazic, some of these goaltenders that are out right now, Koskinen's definitely a good guy to look out for. For sure. And I guess I have um, Craig Anderson, which is kind of like a hit and miss kind of pick because it's the Buffalo Sabres, but um, Buffalo's been kind of hot right now. Um, They have three wins. They did lose, but it was against Boston. And I think for the most part for their schedule, at least for like the – I guess for the next couple of weeks, uh, most of the teams that they're facing, they should be able to compete with them. So um, there's a chance that um, Buffalo could continue um, having um, really good performance. And that's going to, I guess, reflect on Craig Anderson positively as well. So um, if you kind of like Buffalo schedule, he's, uh, I guess, a pickup that you can kind of get. And um, 
I guess that's about it for pickups this week. So we can move on to, I guess, the preview for Saturday's game. And I guess we can start with um, New York Rangers versus the Ottawa Senators. And uh, who do you got for that? All right. So just looking at it, it uh, looks like the Rangers are favored in this game. Um, I think Ottawa will be looking to bounce back, but I guess the Rangers have been really solid. I might lean with the Rangers here. Um, I know Ottawa is home and they do perform really well at home, but um, yeah, um, can't really pick against the Rangers right now the way they've been playing. For sure. And I guess we can move on to um, Calgary versus Washington. Um, who do you think takes this? Yeah, I got to go with Washington at home. They've been so solid. Um, Calgary, uh, they got their first win. We talked about it, but I feel like this Washington team is just a step ahead of them in almost every category. Uh, maybe not goaltending as Markstrom has been really solid for the Flames, but I guess other than that, I just really like Washington here. For sure. And I guess moving on to Anaheim versus Minnesota, do you think Anaheim can break Minnesota's streak right now? I don't know if they can. I really like the Wild here. The Wild have started off the season really well. Uh, re like Everything's been really solid for them, F forwards, defense, and goaltending. Uh, the Ducks, they struggle to score at times, and this could be one of those games. So, yeah, I definitely like Minnesota. For sure. And moving on to um, Nashville versus Winnipeg, um, who do you think takes this? Um, yeah, it looks like the Jets are favored in this game. They are at home. Uh, Nashville's on the road. I don't know. You probably just got to check the Jets lineup. I don't know how they're going to fare without uh, if Wheeler and Shifley are not in the lineup. Um, I think it might catch up to them in this game. So if they are without Wheeler and Shifley, I might lean towards Nashville. Um, but if both of them are back, yeah, Jets are a no-brain pick here. But for now, assuming they're out, I'm going to go with Nashville here. For sure. And I guess moving on to Detroit versus Montreal, um, do you think Montreal will be able to break the losing streak? I don't know. I feel like this might be their, their first win of the season, but I can't pick them right now until they get a win. So I am going to lean Detroit here. Detroit has not been that bad this season. They've actually put up really solid efforts. I think they even took Tampa Bay to overtime in, in this season. So they've been really solid. So I will lean Detroit here. But uh, of course, me leaning Detroit is probably going to mean Montreal does get their first win this season. Right. And I guess uh, moving on to Colorado versus Tampa Bay. Um, who do you think takes this? Oh, yeah, this is a tough one to pick, actually. I might lean Colorado just because uh, there's going to be a game where they just uh, step right up and play like the normal Colorado we know. Obviously, Tampa Bay is going to be without Kucherov now with another injury for the foreseeable future. Um, it's going to be really tough for them. They are at home. If Colorado doesn't step up, I could see Tampa Bay taking this, but I think this is the game we're going to see Colorado uh, back to normal. So, yeah, I'm going to like the avalanche here. Sure. And I guess uh, moving on to the Buffalo Sabres versus New Jersey Devils, um, who do you think takes this? Honestly, this one's a toss-up. I might even go with Buffalo here, assuming they're not too tired from Friday's game. Um, I think that's why New Jersey is favored in this game. They're at home and they're, they're sort of had a day of rest. Um, it just depends on, you know, who plays in net for New Jersey also. Um, there is a chance that Buffalo does take this. I might slightly lean with Buffalo, even though they're coming off a of back-to-back. I like them here. All right. So I guess uh, moving on to the next game, we have uh, Florida versus the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, who do you think takes this one? 
I got to keep going back to the well with Florida until they prove me wrong. They've just been so solid, whether home or away. This team is just, they've been a wagon, honestly. They've just been getting wins against every team. I know the Flyers have looked good to start the year, but yeah, I'm still going with the Panthers here. All right. So I guess uh, moving on to Toronto versus Pittsburgh, I guess, are you going to lean with Toronto? Yeah, I have to lean with Toronto in this game. I didn't lean with them. Um, on Friday's game, uh, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, you would have seen the picks. And yeah, they they didn't get the win. I just didn't feel like tonight was the night for them to get the win. But against Pittsburgh with Jack Campbell back in the goal, I definitely like Toronto here. They definitely should win. I think Jeff Carter might be on the COVID list. So Pittsburgh won't have their top three centers. is pretty much a no-brainer for me. Sounds good. And I guess moving on to, I guess, a divisional rivalry. Um, do you think Carolina takes this game? All right, just looking at the game, uh, Carolina should take it. Columbus has played very well, especially at home this year. But Carolina has been another one of those wagon teams. They're just trucking along, getting wins. People can't beat them. So, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Carolina here. All right. So, I guess moving on to Los Angeles versus uh, St. Louis. Um, Do you think Los Angeles takes this? No, I'm going to lean with St. Louis. They've been really solid. LA coming off a back-to-back game. I think uh, this is a perfect time for St. Louis to sort of take advantage of that, get another win. I mean, they've been beating top teams, lower teams. The St. Louis team looks like they are all the way back this year, and I like what I've seen. Sounds good. And I guess moving on to New York versus Arizona, I guess uh, New York is probably going to get another win. Uh, maybe not. Uh, they have been struggling on the road. I will lean with the Islanders, though. Um, but yeah, the Coyotes at home against a, a Islanders team that has been struggling on their 13-game road trip. This is the time that Arizona could get their first win. Obviously, I won't uh, lean towards them. I'm going to lean with the Islanders, but uh, watch them just get their first win. All right. And I guess moving on to... Um, a Pacific game, we have Vancouver versus Seattle. Um, who do you think takes this? Oh, man, this game, it could go either way. I think it opened up as, a, as an even uh, spread here. So both teams were at minus 110. So they think this game is going to be close. I think Seattle is favored right now. They are at home. I think they want to establish themselves against Vancouver, who people are calling their 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 geographical rival. So... Um, yeah, I think I might actually lean with Seattle, you know, to establish themselves against the Canucks. Sounds good. And I guess that uh, brings us to the ends of everything NHL. And uh, do you have any final thoughts? No, honestly, the season's looked great so far. We've seen a lot of surprises, um, good surprises, bad surprises, everything in between. Um, yeah, um, I definitely like the way the season's gone so far, and I can't wait for Saturday's games. For sure. And that about wraps up this week for everything NHL. Uh, If you liked what you watched, um, you can definitely hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications, uh, leave us a like, uh, leave us a review. Um, Give us your thoughts on um, the week uh, for NHL so far. Um, If you liked what you listened to, you can follow us on Spotify and you can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. And if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at Fan Fan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you guys next week.